Welcome to Monday Mornings with Michelle, the new business podcast. Whether you're kicking off your day or kickstarting your business, Michelle is going to kick your ass into next week with the essential fours. Strategy, systems, support, and state of mind. Now, welcome to center stage, Michelle Nedelec. Hey there, peeps. This is Michelle Nedelec. I am super glad that you're here with us today because I'm here with my most amazing guest, Jacqueline. Thank you, Jacqueline, so much for being here with us today. I am excited about this. Yes, it's such an honor to be with you, Michelle. Thanks for having me on. My pleasure. So give everybody kind of the 5,000 foot view of who you are and what you do. So I am Jacqueline Madison or Jacqueline, however you choose to pronounce it. And I am an entrepreneur. I am founder and editor-in-chief of Beverly Hills Magazine, which I'm very excited about. And so that's kind of just really briefly who I am. And I'm just excited to share my story with you and uh, the, the lessons I've learned on my journey of success. Very cool. So tell us, how did you get into being the editor of Beverly Hills Magazine? So I started my professional career right out of high school in real estate, actually. So I was gaining sales and marketing experience. And um, that led into hosting a photo shoot at one of the, ho- the houses one day. And I was like, oh, this, and I start, and I got involved and started directing the shoot. I'm like, this is fun. We could do a calendar or a magazine and yeah, let's do a magazine. So the idea to start a magazine with my brothers and sister, two brothers and one sister, was born in about 2008. So we started our magazine, uh, tried to do it ourselves, learned a lot of what not to do, but a lot of what to do. Uh, then I wanted to break away from family and do my own thing. So I started a digital magazine um, in a other in an affluent community in San Diego, but it had a growth ceiling. And I, God just put it on my heart to look up Beverly Hills magazine. And I was living in San Diego, like starting a global brand publication was not in my realm of possibility at all. Like I didn't have the money, like none of it. Um, so this was going to be an impossible dream, but I looked it up and the trade park was available and I was shocked. So I was like, wow, this is going to be a tremendous walk of faith because I don't have the resources. Like God, I really am going to need you here. And, um, I went for it. You know, I borrowed the money from my mom. Thankfully, she was willing to support me. And um, I just started building it myself, but writing one article at a time. And that was awesome. Yeah, yeah. You know, the first few years I was just in sweatpants and, you know, in front of the computer for years, writing, writing, (laughs) writing. (laughs) So so you've been living the COVID dream for years now. Exactly. That's hilarious. But it's so true. And I was going to say, actually, I'm still in front of my computer in sweatpants and ready. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. So fast forward, here I am. And uh, finally, you know, making money. And, uh, and yeah, it's, it's just been an incredible journey of self-development and business growth. Oh, that's fantastic. So who do you love writing articles for? Like, what's the magazine about now? How has it evolved? So the initial vision that like God put on my heart, because I saw the end at the beginning, which was amazing. I was like, oh my gosh, I could see the potential. Like this could be huge. So that's why I was so excited to just start building it from scratch. Right. And um, 
it was going to stay true to Beverly Hills. So all things luxury, celebrity interviews, fashion, beauty, uh, health and fitness, travel, cars, jets, yachts. I mean, you name it. Uh, we have it. So it's a, a large breadth of content that we cover. So it's always awesome. something new and exciting for, for us <laughs> and for the readers. Well, yeah. Has this changed at all during COVID or is it just kind of life as usual or? So interestingly, my income actually doubled nice. uh, during COVID, which is incredible. But I take, awesome. I take no glory. I, my first two magazines, like I said, I tried to do on my own. I failed. They, they didn't succeed. They didn't start making money. They never took off. And it was in, oh gosh, what year was it? I think it was 2008 um, where I lost everything. I was just in a point of total failure where I cried out to God. Like I literally humbled myself and was reflecting on all my decisions. And I was like, oh my God, I'm not doing anything right. Like I can't Aww. do this. Yeah. And I cried out to God. I was like, help me, please. Like, I need you to guide me. Like I really need divine help here. And it was that kind of pivotal moment where God met me in that place of my brokenness and kind of humbleness. Right. And he started guiding my life, but like supernaturally. And I was like, okay, wherever you lead me, I'll go, like, whatever you want me to do, I'll do. And I just kept this like humble surrendered. I'm you're the boss. Right. And he started guiding me and helping me rebuild my entire life. And he has literally told me how to build this magazine. He's given me every strategy, every instruction. He's opened the doors to the right people. Like I had a, what's amazing is God hears like the, the whisper, the whisper prayers of our heart. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to need to learn SEO, like search engine optimization. I don't know how to do that. I, I don't know. And then like, lo and behold, a week later, a woman emails me like out of nowhere and she's an SEO expert. And she just wants to generously give me all this like information that would fast forward my learning curve so that I could apply it and accelerate my growth. And that's how God has been helping me this whole time. So if you don't know, I'm a born again Christian, but it was, <laughs> yeah. It's and like, if you weren't before, you were in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. <laughs> because, but, 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 but I think the biggest lesson I learned was that when, when you lose everything and you realize you, you, you don't need anything, you realize you already have everything you need because, because I had everything in, in God already and he was always with me. I just, I just didn't acknowledge him. And it was only when I started actually acknowledging him and seeking my relationship with him and his divine wisdom and guidance that he actually started helping me make the right decisions and leading me on the right track. That's how I am where I am, living in Beverly Hills, living my dream life, I say. I've written a book, Seven Oracles of Success. I've got a webinar, yada, yada, where I want to teach the spiritual secrets of success that I've learned and applied, that anyone can do it. But the key is being willing to humble ourselves and really seeking God. Because everything that you could ever want or desire or need is found in your relationship with him. Boom. Beautiful. Beautiful. I, I have noticed in my experience that some people are kind of have the thing that it takes to be able to kind of create successes as they go. And, um, and that's a beautiful and wonderful thing. And some people have that, what is notoriously known as their come to Jesus moment, where they just like, 
falling on the floor in the bathroom going like what the hell did I do wrong (laughs) to do to deserve this like I am (laughs) I'm broken put me back together this is not happening again but the cool part is is that it always works out like it doesn't matter which road you go one's a little more kind (laughs) of um stubborn (laughs) one's a little more easy and flowing but you know eventually we all get there and and get to do what I got to ask you that. What was the weirdest thing that you were kind of called to do, if you will, in your mind? (laughs) I mean, there's been a lot of strange things that, that God leads me to do. I mean, he's had me, I've, I've been offered all expense paid vacations to some really amazing places, you know, that would cost thousands of dollars that I didn't have at the time. Uh, But God had me reject them. He had me cancel when flights were booked and everything. Yeah. But like, really? Really? Do I have to really? <laughs> Give me a better sign. Give me a stronger sign. Do I really have to cancel? <laughs> yeah. I need, can I have like seven more confirmations that I have to cancel? If you could just drop a stop sign right in front of me right now, then I'll believe. <laughs> That's hilarious. But yeah, no. And I was kind of shocked, but but I knew it was a test of obedience. And, and what happens is when you obey, God always proves that his will and way actually has greater opportunities and a better alternative for you. So we're thinking, oh, immediate gratification. I get a trip. I want to go on vacation, be lazy. But God says, no, no, no. If you say, I'm going to open a door, another door, and a person's going to email you that you don't know is going to email you that you, or, or is going to call or you're going to meet at Starbucks when you go get coffee tomorrow instead, and you need that person. And that's going to open a, a consecutive doors of opportunity to greater financial growth. You see what I mean? I so totally not- do. And I think we all get these little <laughs> hints and nudges and, you know, and when we don't listen to the hints and nudges, sometimes we get the two by four, but um, yeah. What what yeah. what was the like? How did you know that you were to cancel the trip? What kind of kind of sign signals were you getting? So God, when I got baptized and born again, my spiritual uh, awakening or enlightenment really activated, and God started guiding my life through dreams. Um, my dream life is just unbelievably amazing, incredible. God guides me through my dreams. I have prophetic dreams. He literally tells me what to do and not what to and what not to do. I do my dream analysis every morning and it's, it's, it just blows my mind. Like the spiritual realm is very real. And God's actually taught me that our bodies have to sleep, but our spirits never do. And the spirit, so our spirits, he takes us into other dimensions in our dreams. That dreams are real spirit body experiences, but so he can, he controls the, that realm too. So he takes us through experiences and whatever we need to see or do in order to teach us while we dream. So that we have the, the, the knowledge to apply in our waking material world. It's incredible. Um, but I wanted to say there's free will and there's God's will. And for so long, I walked in free will trying to figure it out in my own stupid wisdom. You know, and a lot of people can achieve a tremendous success on their own free will, doing their own thing, right? But I say it always comes with some sort of demonic influence, okay? And that's like divorce, disease, depression, addiction. Because when you make a deal with the devil and you're like, I don't need God. And you're just like, I I want the world. There's always a price to pay, unfortunately. 
but when I when you when you submit and surrender to God's will for your life, which I've done, it always comes with the promise of peace, protection, prosperity, and provision, and um, and long life. So we have that assurance of health, you know, and of course through Jesus Christ we have the promise of eternal life. So praise God for all those things. But you you can't have you can't walk in free will and God's will. It's like at some point we have to make a choice, right? And that's what I did. I chose to submit and surrender wholly 100% to God's will. And then he gave, and he says, delight yourself in me. I'll give you the desires of your heart. So obviously I wanted to do a magazine like, duh, I tried for years to do two. Uh, but when he put it on my heart to start Beverly Hills magazine, that was a dream come true, you know? Mm-hmm. So he, he gives us more than we could ever imagine for ourselves. And he helps us make all our dreams come true. We, we don't have to do it alone. So I am fascinated with what I kind of am going to hear as, <laughs> I don't really, I mean, I totally get it, but I'm just going to play kind of the advocate here. Not the devil's uh. advocate, just the advocate. Um, <laughs> it, it, I find it curious that as a born again Christian that had her come to Jesus moment that you decided to go into the heart of <laughs> Hills, which kind of cracks me up as an outsider and go yeah I'm gonna exploit this and make a magazine out of it it's like that seems like an oxymoron to me and I don't know why <laughs> well I it is a total oxymoron <laughs> you know before I got born again I was a different person I used to wear makeup I used to be care about material things um but when I submitted to God I started releasing attachment to the the material world and I started seeking spiritual riches, you know, and spiritual growth. And, and as God sees that you detach more and more from the world, I also started praying more and I started fasting and denying my flesh so that I could walk more uh, close, closer to God. Because when we fast and we deny our flesh, um, our spiritual senses are heightened. So I can hear God more clearly. And, um, and he started revealing to me why he gave it to me. And he started showing me the purpose of it. And as we release attachment to the, the material, um, God knows uh, the true intentions of our heart. He'll give you every material blessing as long as he knows you have zero attachment to it. You see, because it's the love of money that is the root of all evil not money itself. Money is just a tool. It's a commodity. It's, it's a tool. That's what it is. So as I started sincerely detaching from materialism and really desiring God and my relationship with him and my spiritual growth, he started prospering my business and started, and it started making money. And I started having access to the luxury life, you know, to things that I never had access to, but I didn't care about, you know, I would rather be at home in my room reading the Bible, praising God. I mean, as strange as that is, but that is my my fulfillment, right? And in that, he revealed to me the, the purpose and why he's blessing me financially. And that was to start the God Foundation. And this is a Judeo-Christian charitable outreach ministry. We fund orphanages, other outreach ministries for the purpose of sharing the good news that we can all live forever through faith in Jesus Christ. And we, we feed the poor and needy. I mean, I have people from all over the world messing, messaging us, emailing us through the God Foundation pages and social media pages that they literally haven't had food for weeks. Um, these people are starving. So 
see God, not only will he bless you and give you the desires of your heart and help you make your dreams come true, but he, because he's love and he's good and wonderful in all his ways, it'll, he'll always have a, a charitable initiative attached to your destiny and purpose. And that's why he, he prospers my business. Most of my money I give to the God Foundation. I'm funding it myself because again, I'm not attached to materialism, but as I give, he, he increases. So the more I give away, the more I grow financially. This is the kingdom principle of, of, it's a financial principle of heaven, which we need to tap into because the world system is go to, go to work nine to five, get your, you know, chase the dollar and never have enough, right? and be dissatisfied whereas god's way his kingdom financial principle is it is greater it is more blessed to give than to receive whoever lends whoever gives to the poor god will repay you give and it will be given to you pressed down and overflowing so god taught started teaching me this principle initially when i had nothing and all i had was the ability to write articles about people all I had to give, I gave. I, I said, oh, I'd love to do a feature on you or I'd love to give you a free ad. And, and so, so people see, I, this is so uh, opposite to the way of the world. People think I've got to get, 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 take, take, take. But when you walk with God, he's like, give, give, give. And, and then God gives to us because he's the one who prospers or, or gives and takes away. So I don't operate in the system of the world. I'm trusting God to bless my business and to repay me. That's why I can write, I can send somebody $500 without a blink of an eye, you know? And sure enough, I've got 10 more clients that are gonna multiply that sevenfold. So this is something I really want people to understand so that they can apply it to their own lives and they can prosper financially. But you see, prosperity isn't just about financial uh, stability. It's not just about money in the bank, you guys. That's the, the, the lie. True prosperity that God wants us all to walk in is a progressive trajectory of growth in every facet of our lives. That's emotionally, spiritually, intellectually, physically. That means divine health and well-being and financially having all our needs met because God's will for each and every one of us is to bring us into wholeness uh, because he's wonderful. So, but we have to go to him. We really have to submit to God and seek the Lord's will through prayer and fasting. And um, yeah, he's just so good. I mean, I just want everybody to know God, but I'm just a walking living testimony that God is good and that he, he, he's got a wonderful plan for each and every one of us. Thanks. You are awesomely enthusiastic. I absolutely love and adore it. It's awesome. So let's go back to the seven oracles and talk to me about those. What are they and how do they affect people? Oh, seven oracles. I can't give them all away. Okay. But you know what's amazing was God was tapping on my shoulder and he kept speaking in my ear, seven oracles of success, seven oracles. And I'm like, okay, okay, seven oracles of success. I get it. So I, sat down and I wrote the book in one day like it just poured out of me and it was the seven key spiritual secrets to success that, that I've learned one of them is um humility oh gosh I don't have the book in front of me what is humility is okay key. talk to me about humility how, how can humility help somebody because I mean if you think stereotypically New York success it's all about <laughs> what I'm going to call arrogance fake confidence fake it till you make it 
right? it's about getting the upper hand. Like, right. talk to me about dog humility and success. Because oh, I, I love humility and success. I'm Canadian. Of course, I love humility and success. <laughs> yeah. You know, it is so true. And it's, again, these are like spiritual principles that are so opposite to the way of the world and the culture of today. But, you know, humility unlocks the key to every door. And um, it, it's about... Because the way of the world is prideful. We think we've got to take on the world and hustle and make it happen and yada, yada. But most of us fall flat on our face or run right into walls trying to do it ourselves. And then we're too prideful to admit it. So we hide it, you know, behind closed doors. We're crying like, baby, we can't figure it out, but we got this bravado. Um, and that's the truth, uh, you know, like people driving Mercedes, but they can't afford their payments kind of thing. Whereas when you actually truly humble yourself under the hand of the almighty God, you say, listen, I, Lord, I, I, I don't know how to do this right. I, 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 I really need your help. It's just a matter of kind of admitting our inability to, to, to make all the right decisions. You know, there, there is truly a right way and a wrong way to do everything. And God knows how to do everything right, whether it's a marriage, a family, a business, um, anything, anything. Actually, as something as simple as laundry, you know, folding, doing things correctly, ironing properly. And I, I mean, these are just mundane examples, but God has taught me in every way how to humble myself and seek his instruction and guidance so that I can truly do everything correctly and it's a wonderful feeling to be able to because god god's will for us is to bring us to perfection you know and a lot of people say even if they're a christian oh i'm not perfect i'm not perfect but you know that's such a lie we can be perfect and not perfect in like the world standard of idealistic unrealistic beauty you know which is fake anyways but i mean a perfection of being you know, perfection of self and operating in our highest and best self in, again, every facet of our lives. But we have to be humble and admit that we don't know how to do that on our own. We all want to. We are all trying to, I, I, I think, you know. The other thing is in humility is honoring others, you know. Um, there's great because God's kingdom is all about that. It's all about honoring others and being humble. And that doesn't mean feeling less than other people. Whereas again, the way of the world is you, you've got a sense of superiority over others because you drive a nice car or whatever, um, which again is all vanity and a lie. But it's about, um, it's just about being willing to honor others in love, really. I mean, that's what it comes down to. And what, what God has taught me is it's all about service to others. You know, there can be no ego in true success because it's always about service to others. So what am I doing that is serving you and making your life better and bringing value to your life or to your business? You know, uh, like in business, for example, I could charge ridiculous prices for people to place advertisements on the website or whatever, but God started teaching me, no, charge a reasonable fair price that people can afford so that they can actually grow their business. And, you know, and so you leave a little bit on the table, you make a little bit, 
but the other man, but he makes a little bit too. So everybody wins. And I mean, this is just one example of like God's goodness and how he teaches you to apply that in every, every facet of your life. It's nice. really wonderful. Yeah. I, I used to explain this in a slightly different way. It's like people didn't get it in business. It's like, no, I have to be perfect in business. If I don't come across as perfect, they're not going to hire me. They're not, and I'm like, okay, let's take a completely left field example. You know, grandma knows how to make cookies, right? But when it comes to, you know, making cookies with her six-year-old grandson, it's not like grandma doesn't need the six-year-old's help. But when you make a perfect mess of the kitchen and you get to make cookies with your six-year-old grandson, then it is absolutely perfect. And is everybody walk away totally happy and you still get perfect cookies? Yes. (laughs) It's not because anything in that moment was perfect other than it was a perfect mess. So yeah. the same thing applies in business is when you go out and you just be you and you go and have fun and you put your best effort into it and you make this perfect hot mess, then somebody goes, wow, this was awesome. This was my best experience I've ever had. And you're like, what? <laughs> How yeah. did that happen? But you, you do it and it's because it's not about you. It's not about making the perfect cookie. It's about having the perfect moment with that perfect I person. I love that. Yeah. Awesome. You know, and God blesses righteousness. So what, I, what, what I'm talking about is being fair, being fair, doing the right thing. And again, going back to the golden rule or the divine law of God is to love your neighbor as yourself. Well, first love the Lord, your God, with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. But then the second is equally important is love your neighbor as yourself. And if you truly do, you're not gonna, you're not gonna cheat your neighbor. You're not gonna lie. You're not gonna steal. You know, you're not going to do, it's like going back to the 10 commandments, which still stand. If you just keep the divine law and do right, righteousness at all times, God will bless you. You'll live blessed. And that's what we want. Most of us are under a curse because we're not, we're, we're not doing things right. We're trying to be shady and, you know, cut corners and lie, cheat and steal. And that gets you nowhere fast. You know, <laughs> I think most people misinterpret that because they do love their neighbor like themselves. And the problem is they don't love themselves. And so they end up treating their neighbors like they've been treated, thinking, oh, well, that's the way I deserve to be treated. Therefore, everybody else deserves to be treated that way. Wow. And I think it's just it's so sad. And especially right now, it is so hard to weave through the, the mess or the onslaught of <laughs> call it negativity, if you call it illusion. I like to call it illusion because I think it's just kind of this universal test slash air quotes on the test. Like it's not really, it's just an opportunity for us to, to start thinking about how we want to think and thinking about how we want to be and how we want to be in the world. And like, do I really want to leave the legacy of nasty, bitchy, snarly, grouchy, whatever, or do I just want to take this opportunity to breathe and go, you know what? I get what you're going through because we're all going through it. You know, and I think part of why God allowed this, because he's sovereign and in control of everything, is he sent all of us to our rooms. We've all been on a big time out. We're in big trouble, people. That's <laughs> you know awesome. what I mean? Yeah. And he's like, now listen, I want you to take a good look at what you've been doing, a long, hard look at your lives. I want you to reassess and get back to what's important. First of all, seek me. Hello. I'm allowing all this, like, you know, and uh, we'll repent, you know, and, um, and get back to, to moral integrity, to unity, to uh, compassion and consideration of your neighbor, like you're saying, you know, because now we're all in it together. And that's been like the slogan, 
what is it? You know, we're in it together or something. Yeah. And so we're seeing people's hearts either turning to better decisions and, and, and humbling themselves in a lot of ways because they're realizing we, we, we aren't in control because truly God is, right? The sooner you realize that, you guys, <laughs> yeah, the sooner you realize that, the better we'll all be because, uh, because God will then turn all things for good. But until then, like I said, we're in timeout. And, um, but then other people are get choosing the, the darkness. So there's light and dark, you know, there's good and evil, and we all have to make those choices. But, um, but I believe that we, God's going to turn all this for good. And we're all going to, we're going to come out better and stronger and more united than, than we've ever been before as not only a, a nation, but, but a people and a, and a global human race, which are ultimately all created by God and, and God's will for us is to operate as a family um, in love. Nice. Love that. So what might somebody at home be thinking? They're going, oh my God, Jacqueline, I need you so bad. I, I need the book. I need the magazine. I need the whatever. What are they going through? You know, I think that we all are thirsty for, for revelation, for truth, for, for something that's real you know, in this world of chaos and illusion and just uncertainty. And so, you know, the magazine is entertainment and uh, the God Foundation has amazing spiritual resources of truth and wisdom. You can visit giftsofdevotion.org. But the only thing real in this temporal world in which we're all just passing through is God. And he is the rock of ages. And so when we set our life upon him, the firm foundation, which is also no, no surprise, it's the God foundation that we, we must build our lives upon to guarantee our success. And I say that in the book, in the seven oracles of success, if you apply the seven spiritual secrets of success, it'll guarantee your success. And again, not just spiritual success, but not just uh, material success, but overall spiritual success, which it which manifests in every facet of your life as, as success and, and growth and well-being and prosperity. But first and foremost is uh, really securing your relationship with the Lord, because that's where it's, it's, that's the conception of manifestation of your heart's desires. And, and from there, there's, only, there's nowhere else to go but up. Uh, in, into higher dimensions of knowledge, of love, of, of relationship with God, of love of your neighbor, of understanding, revelation, enlightenment, like all these things that we're seeking, and, and, but through false pathways that don't lead to true fulfillment. You know, like there's a lot of new age and a lot of what I would call doctrines of demons that give sort of a false spiritual, um, false spirituality but it never actually brings you to true fulfillment because that can only be found in your, your connectedness with God. It's like, there's a puzzle piece in each one of our hearts that can only be filled by the, your relationship with God, your creator. He is the missing puzzle piece. Jesus Christ is the missing link. And so Jesus Christ is God. God has a name. His name is Jesus. So let's just, you know, God equals Jesus. Jesus equals God. Let's get that out of the way. So once you understand that, and you seek him with all your heart, like, Lord God, I just want to know you. You know, I want to, I want to be with you. I, I ask you to into my heart, into my life. I want to walk with you. Show me what to do and do this every day. 
seek him in every moment. In fact, I seek him in every moment. That's why I'm so happy because he is love. He is joy. He is peace. He's all these wonderful things that we can walk in at all times. Don't get me wrong. We do have a devil. I mean, we are in a fallen world where evil exists. We are in the presence of evil. And that's one of the spiritual, that's one of the seven oracles is you're going to have to fight for your future. Believe me, I've encountered demonic spirits on my journey to even get to this point, to be able to have this conversation, to be able to share this with you, because the devil doesn't want us to know this stuff, you guys. He wants to keep us in the darkness, in fear, in feuding. But God is light and he is love and he wants us all to dwell in that place. But you're going to have a spiritual battle. You're going to have to pray. You're going to have to fast. You're going to have to seek God with all your might. You're going to have to overcome some things that have held you in bondage to the patterns and mindsets that have kept you down, kept you low, depressed, because that's where the devil wants us, in the darkness, the doldrums of this fallen world. But there's a higher dimension we can all access. That's where God is. I say you've got to walk in the spirit because that's where God is. And God's word says, deny your flesh. Uh, deny your flesh so that you you don't fulfill the lusts of the flesh because it's the lust of the flesh that is causes the corruption in this world you know we're all seeking me 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 i want more 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 what can, what do whatever it takes so that i get what i want but no seek god and seek his will and he'll give you the desires of your heart so it's Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things are added unto you. It's so simple. That's the thing. God's word is true. His promises are true. You have to believe and have faith in him 100%. Seek him with all your heart and he will manifest his word for you. The other thing is this, when I pray, I'm not just like, oh God, give me this, give me that, give me this, let me get, give me that, right? It's like, I go to the Lord and I'm like, oh Lord, I love you and you're so wonderful and I thank you that you're faithful and true and Lord, your word says in Psalm 23 that you'll, you'll, you supply, or no, well, Psalm 23 is the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, or Psalm 91, Lord, you'll, you'll give your angels charge over me to guard me in all my ways. So that speaks of, uh, God's guidance that speaks of God's protection. So I recite God's word to him. I, I remind him of his word and, and he loves that because he performs his word. God is a promise keeper. He's not a man. He doesn't lie. So when we go to God and we're like, God, you know, Lord, you say that you'll supply all my need according to your riches and glory. And I'm, I'm believing you for that. Also for healing divine healing. I don't get sick. I don't even have a sniffle. I don't tolerate sickness. God has taught me we have power over all sickness, over all power of the devil. Okay. All sicknesses of the devil, you guys. And so when God was teaching me this, he was teaching me to recite healing scriptures. One of which is, you know, the Lord was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities and the chastisement for our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. That has, that has been paid. We are healed. So we should all be walking in divine health. Like even this, this whole Corona pandemic thing, we should be laughing in a space. You know, it's, it's a work of the devil. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? We should reject it and just speak God's word. So I encourage any of you, uh, if you're not walking in the fullness of, of your divine authority, your highest and best self, go to God's word. Yes, I'm talking about the Holy Bible. Find, search scriptures out that are pertinent to your circumstance, whether you're having financial hardship, you know, physical ailments, um, depression, sorrow, sadness, all these things, and, and 
recite them and pray to God and speak them out loud and you will see them because God is going to honor your faith and he's going to manifest his word in your world and you will see a divine shift and and you can walk in the promises of God fulfilled just as I am. I say, you know, God's will for you is your dream life, you guys, and I'm living it. I'm a living testimony that God's will for you is wonderful and truly your dream life. Nice. You are truly adorable. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, love. I love you too. (laughs) I I don't disagree with anything you said. It's not the way I would have said it, but I'm, I'm totally with you. I don't disagree with anything you said. Amen. Find, find the happiness, the peace, your, your, your dream of the perfect life and go after it with zeal and excitement and, and, and encourage everybody that you see around you, how you can help them and help them to get where they want to be. And, and they will help you to get where but you, you want to be. I mean, so- it's a universal truth that it doesn't, mm-hmm. it's like, it's like a really good song, right? You, you hear the universal truths under it, regardless of, of what the lyrics might be, the meaning of what's going on is coming through. And sometimes people have to hear things in different ways. And I love it. And, so and I think you're adorable. <laughs> oh, thank you. You know what? You know what else is so cool about it, though? It's like it's our dreams, our hopes, wishes and dreams and our ultimate dream lives that each of us will walk in and, and step into when we walk with the Lord is so unique to each and every one of us. Like someone's dream life, they may. And and that's always with us utilizing our natural gifts and talents that God placed in our spirit. So someone may be just an impeccable baker and they make the sweetest, most amazing, delicious cookies. And their dream is to have a bakery. God will lead you in that and he'll show you exactly how to do it and he'll prosper it and, and you'll have a successful bakery. Or maybe you're a drummer or a guitarist. I mean, whatever it is. And that's what makes God so cool and amazing. And that each of us can, can do what we love. We can make money doing it and we can make the world a better place by doing it with the Lord and everything you're talking about reminds me of the parable of talents and I always heard that as the parable of talent (laughs) it's like as long as you take your talent and you invest it it will come back to you tenfold and if you hide it and you lose it and you bury it and you um, hold it onto yourself you're never going to get all you're going to be is miserable from it and if you take those talents out to the world and you invest them and you share them and and they grow and I always thought that was a really cool one. And I realized that I, I don't think I misinterpreted. <laughs> I think I, I think it was written in one way and I heard it the way I wanted to hear it, but I right. think the way I heard it was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Well, when, whenever you read God's word, I, you know, always ask for like revelation and understanding in it. Mm-hmm. So you make sure you get the right, the right meaning. But You'll it's not just about it. money. It's about your talents, your skills, your abilities, your bring it yeah. out and, and get it fulfilled. And doing what we love to do, you know, like I always ask people, what would you do if you could do it forever and And you're amazing at it? (laughs) Yeah. And even not get paid. Like you was just your, your dream. That's what God wants you to be doing, you know, and you got to pursue your dreams. You see the culture right now and the way the devil's trying to set us all up is in a place of fear. Oh, I can't do anything. I can't go out. I can't. I'm going to get sick. It's just crazy fear, you know, lingering everywhere. We got to reject that and we have to walk in faith, you know, and faith is where all things become possible. 
because God's word says faith is the evidence of things not seen and substance of things hoped for. You guys, faith is a spiritual building block of our future. God moves by our faith. He manifests our dream life, our dreams coming true by the level of our faith. So you have to take that leap of faith, no matter how impossible your dream was. Listen, I was broke living in my parents' house. I had no, like, not even a dollar to my name. And God told me to start Beverly Hills Magazine. Like, what? I was going to start a global publication, a brand name in the heart of like the wealthiest community in the world. And I'm broke at my parents' house. Like, what? You see what I mean? But God's like, listen, I'm not trusting your bank, uh, your bank account. And I'm trusting your faith. We walk by faith, not by sight. And I talk about this in my book. If everything around you is telling you that you're not going to make it, that you're a failure, that you can't do this, that you don't have any resource or ability to make your impossible dream come true, are you still going to believe God? Because that's faith. That's faith. That's walking on the water, knowing that no matter how powerful the storm is raging you are going to walk on that water because listen it's not you it's the power of god's spirit working with you and through you to overcome every obstacle every challenge and to break through every barrier to bring you to manifestation of your dream life which is god's will for your life praise the lord mic drop give this girl a mic she's gonna preach oh yeah i have a mic <laughs> yeah exactly and don't drop that one it's expensive no, yeah okay. yeah true <laughs> so let me ask you this at what point in life did you know that you're a special kind of crazy enough to become an entrepreneur <laughs> and i just say that a certain level of insanity is required for greatness um you know, my dad was always a business owner and he always instilled in me even growing up. There's nothing, anything, anyone, anyone else has done that you can't do. And that can't is because I'm from South Africa. So once in a while I have an accent, but, but awesome. most of the time I don't. <laughs> but, um, you know, I always had a stirring in my spirit. And I believe that was God given. That I was always destined for more destined for more than my current circumstance, that, 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 that more was possible for me, for, for where I was, for my level of money, even when I had, you know, my job, I always felt like I don't quite belong here. I know that I've got to go further. I've got to take a next step. I always felt kind of confined, you know, and even still, because I think this, this world the devil, whatever you want to call it, tries to hinder us. Whereas with God, when we step into the reality of our true spiritual beings, we become limitless, supernatural um, children of God, where we can dream impossible dreams and walk with him. He'll guide us and lead us and walk by faith and they'll come true. Now I'm in a place of just this that's why I live by Matthew 19, 26 with God, all things are possible because it keeps me in this limitless mindset that, that there is absolutely nothing that, that is impossible. I can access any realm, dimension, level of success, of creativity, of prosperity, of wealth, whatever. So that's why I said in my heart, I'm going all the way. I, I'm, I'm dreaming big dreams, you know, I'm, I'm, and I am, and, and, they're manifesting. I mean, just the fact that Beverly Hills Magazine, I'm celebrity, we've got A-list celebrity interviews. All of this were once just pie in the sky visions in my heart of what I thought could be and now is. 
I'm walking in the reality of what was once just a dream. I'm living my dream life, you guys. That's my point. And I've got more. God's put more dreams on my heart. Like I'm moving into television and television production. We're bringing the magazine to the screen. God has activated my writing gift on a whole nother level. I've written a a 13 episode uh, scripted television show based on my life as editor in chief, which I'm going to star in, produce, write, and direct. And then I'm going to move into producing um, films. So, but God, again, these are, he gives you the vision of your future, of his will for you, what, what is possible for you. And then he wants to see you walk by faith and he'll manifest it and co-create it with you. As long as you got to hold hands with God, though, you can never let him go. That's the key. You have to walk with God because with God, all things are possible. And well, when congratulations you believe, on your show. That is awesome. I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. <laughs> oh yeah, that's awesome. So I, I, I absolutely appreciate your time. May have to have you back. Um, yeah, yeah, we'll so, see how it goes, right? Fast forward. Absolutely. Oh, I love you so much. Make it's it been an honor. Awesome. Amen. So, any last words for our peeps before we let them go? You know, just I love you, but more importantly, know that God loves you. Jesus Christ loves you with an everlasting love, and He is always with you. So, really go to Him, give Him a chance, trust Him with all your heart, and He will blow your mind. His plan and will and purpose for your life is beyond your wildest dreams. And he wants to work with you and walk with you to make all your dreams come true. Awesome. So on that note, this is Michelle Nedelec. Thank you for being here with us today. If you know anyone who would make a great guest for the show, if you have a question or topic you'd like me to discuss, reach out to me at michelle at awarenessstrategies.com or connect with me on LinkedIn or Facebook. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to our show. I am all about being a resource center for entrepreneurs to give them the information and the support they need to make it in business. As such, I have Taking Your Business Digital Q&A every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Mountain. To register for that, go to awarenessstrategies.com slash digital. That's D-I-G-I-T-A-L. I look forward to meeting you and actually finding out how you are. So see you on the flip side.